The city of Berlin is renowned for many things. Among them is club and techno culture. In fact, the nightlife in Berlin is unparalleled. Yet there are days when dancing is banned. They're called silent days. Such silent days are based on the most solemn of religious holidays, like Good Friday, when dancing would totally be inappropriate. If you run a bar or a club and you dance on Good Friday, that could land you a tremendous amount in fines and possibly jail time. Now, I'm mindful that all of us sitting here are of different opinions regarding civil liberties, especially the civil liberties aspect of this ban. ban. But what caught my attention during this report on NPR was a statement by a bar owner. He lamented, I quote, You can hardly believe it, that in the middle of Europe, in a modern country like Germany, that often represents progress, that there is stuff like this here. Stuff like this here. Now, lest you think that this is sort of an outlier, here's modern philosopher Yuval Harari. He writes, at the dawn of the third millennium, humanity wakes up to an amazing realization. Most people rarely think about it. But in the last few decades, we, humans, have managed to rein in famine, plague, and war. We don't need to pray to any god or saint to rescue us from them. We know quite well what needs to be done in order to prevent famine, plague, and war. And we usually succeed in doing it. From their commentaries on the modern condition, it seems that what we do as Christians in reflecting on the life, ministry, the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, who faced utter rejection brutality, humiliation, isolation, and physical torture are merely an antiquated relic of an uncivilized or regressive past. However, I'd like to offer something else. If COVID-19 has taught us anything, it's simply this that the German bar owner and Harari are just plain wrong. We are still a people who need hope. We are still a people in search of deep meaning. We are more isolated now than ever. Many of us are disconnected from community. Mental health issues abound, so much so that anger is expressed through intentional harm, even in our subway systems.
If we know anything from the news, wars have not ceased, as the Ukrainians. Addiction to screens, booze, meds, and the current fads show us that there is no help in and of ourselves. In fact, many of us are living the brave new world where we consistently medicate ourselves to escape from any semblance of reality. And in the midst of this, in the midst of this, Easter speaks to us, for Easter is God's answer. God answers us that the ultimate victory over the power of death, isolation, existential longing, and addiction is Jesus Christ. Easter is the answer to the darkness that Good Friday's cruelty and pain is rolled away by the rolling away of that stone. That the curtain between heaven and earth is now torn and that the empty tomb of Easter gives us all a portal where death's sting is overcome and life eternal abounds. So today, beloved, during the Easter service, if you are one among many who have experienced pain, suffering, loneliness, despair, and hopelessness, guess what? You are in good company. For today is the day that Mary wept. She wept because she thought that there was a conspiracy. Had someone taken Jesus? She wept because her grief is real. She needed to see Jesus in the tomb, perhaps to ask why. Why was the whole world against you when you did such good in this world? Why did someone of great wisdom, someone who healed the sick, someone who resurrected the dead, soothed the brokenhearted, fed the poor, why, why was he executed like a common thief? Mary wept. She wept because of uncertainty, and she needed to experience the finality that burial rites can only offer, that tangible and sensory experience of seeing one finally at one's end. But then there is a reversal that happens. When she encounters the resurrected Jesus, her eyes open up to a new experience. She begins to understand that without facing the realities of rejection, persecution, humiliation, and yes, staring death down, Jesus' total identification with the fallen and now redeemed humanity would be incomplete. Our hope, beloved, our resolve, beloved, only resides in the one who has conquered death. The God who rolls away the stone of damnation and death in order to open the portal into a life of deep purpose, meaning, and abundance. The one, Jesus, who is literally and tangibly rose again to defeat the gates of hell and who ushers us into the new reality of life, a life with purpose. In the words of John Updike from a poem in 1960, Make no mistake, if he rose at all, it was his body. It was not as the flowers, each soft spring that reoccur. It was not as his spirit, 
in the mouths of fuddled eyes of the eleven apostles. It was as flesh, as his flesh, as our flesh. The same hinged thumbs and toes, the same valved heart that pierced, died, withered, paused, and then regathered. It is out of that that life came and new strength sought to enclose. Let us not mock God with metaphor, analogy, sidestepping, transcendence, making the event merely a parable, a sign painted in a fadeaway field. Let us walk through the door that God opens in Jesus Christ. For the stone is rolled back. It's not a stone of paper mache. It's not a stone in a story. But it is a vast rock of materiality that in the slow grinding of time will eclipse for each of us the wide light of the day. Brothers and sisters, on this day that the Lord has done a marvelous thing, I invite you, in the name of the church, to keep this holy day with great celebration, with great festivity. For today, Good Friday's funeral has turned into jubilant dancing. Take in the jubilation where the old leaven of sin, maliciousness, and wickedness that infected our souls has given, a, given way to the yeast of grace, generosity, and mercy. Let us feast our whole lives because he lives where we eat the pureness, the cake of pureness, godliness, and truth. So when we do so, we continue to experience that Christ lives in us and we in him. As the resurrected Jesus called Mary, he calls each and every one of you sitting here by name. So go deep and tell the good news that Alleluia, he is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. <laughs>